Hello and welcome to the Free the Field podcast, the podcast where three friends who had their dreams of being professional footballers dashed away as children, one at birth was confined to a wheelchair and the other two discovered food, have their say on the Premier League. Well, Darren, where the notes this time, huh? It flows this time. Alright, you got me. Yeah. You got me. Yeah. Yeah. So Michael, really how you doing? I'm here with my WWE championship on my shoulder. I'm oh, feeling great. Good, good. I'm, I'm, of course, Cahill. The guy that got the intro right for the first time without using the notes. Ha <laughs> episode. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up, my friend. Shut yeah. the fuck up. This this is what happens every day. It's not just on here. Trust me. Not at all. Not at all. We are friends off air, of course. Yeah. Even though like it, it, it's hard. Ha ha. That's like hilarious. You you you, you both suck. Okay. So I don't suck. <laughs> Has says the first dude using my house to to you know do this podcast thing. Routed. Who bought this uh, equipment here? Do you know what? I think we should get on with the show. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to hear our personal quarrels or quips. Let's get on with the show. We'll start with uh, Manchester United West Ham. West Ham. Manchester United West Ham. Manchester City West Ham. Oops. My apologies. It's Thank the same. City. It's the same city. So different team. No, same team. What? Mm. Oh yeah, because you know Arsenal sold like Spurs. Oh, we went there, did you? <laughs> Um, so two one it fi- uh, it's finished. Uh, Victor Moses and Saka got on the goals for West Ham, and KDB answered back with one great strike. Yeah, good, yeah, good home debut as well. Um, I bet when West Ham saw their opening fixtures, they didn't think that they'd get any points from this one. They probably just wrote off all their away games. Yeah. How do you think? Um, uh, start with an easy question. Do you think they missed Silver? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. The plan was to play him before he got injured in the warm up, didn't he? Mm-hmm. So, um, obviously, I had to change plans a little bit. They missed that extra bit of creativity. He is the best creative midfielder probably on the planet right now. So, um, they did miss him quite a lot, yeah. He has um, four assists as well. Um, the only player who's got more assists than him, or as many assists than him this season, is Wes Hulahan. Um, so, he's the chief creator in that city team. Um, also, he's just really good. Like taking everything away, just putting it down. But basic terms, he's really good. All all teams are gonna miss their really good players. But I also feel that City missed company more, especially in terms of the second goal. They really, really just like defensively unorganized. Especially in terms of the first goal as well. Like um, yeah, oh Mangala. Oh, thirteen passes for uh, the first. Well, Victor Moses goal, of course. But he was given so much space to yeah. turn and shoot. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. Well, not what not what we come accustomed to a City. Defense, especially this year. Um, you know, it's Mangala is a liability, and um, he, he he should he has so much time to close on the player. I don't understand what he was doing. He, even it's his, not um, if, it's not even like Moses is quicker than Mangala. So like, it was almost as if he was backing off. To, it, it worried that Moses was just going to knock it past him. Right? Mangala can shift himself, yeah. So he wouldn't have really lost anything by closing him down. In terms of missing company, you know. Otamendi, was it his first home game? Yeah. 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 Um, obviously, him and company will be the ideal um, defensive partnership, I guess. Um, he didn't do too much wrong in the game. I just think Mangala's, for me, Mangala's just not good enough. Because when they, if they signed him for, how much? 30 something? It's just 30, 32 million or something. 30 flat, wasn't it? I'm not sure. 30, in, the, in 30. the 30 range, yeah. 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 And um, I, think they ever, I think they ever paid for him. But um, he wasn't a bad, he was, he's never been a bad defender. But he's always had this um, sort of... He's had mistakes in, in him. In his game. You yeah. knew that if you put enough pressure on him, something would happen for the benefit of the team. But that's the worrying thing because all the situations he's been in, he hasn't 
it's not a case of heavy pressure. I mean, that Moses goal, he had so much time to close him down, but he just refused to. And it made it easy, in a sense, for Moses to hit that clean to get into the back of the net. It was a very good goal, very good strike. But he shouldn't have been able to do that because Mangala should have got there way before he even had the opportunity to do should so. Should Joe Hart have done better? For the first goal? Moses, yeah. Yeah. Um, Near post. Yeah, 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 it's a difficult one because it's a really it's a it's a solid strike by Moses. It's low and it's in the corner, so it's quite hard for the keeper to save. You wouldn't say it's at a nice height for him. You'd, um, you'd always say the keeper's saving near push efforts. Yes, this is the thing. Yeah, near push efforts. You always bank on the keeper to save it. So, yeah, yeah. I think he should have done a little bit better, but I also feel like it, Moses should get the credit where it's due by really making the opportunity happen. And that West Ham second goal, of course, scored by Sacco. Oh, there's quite a bit of controversy uh, stirred around this one. Was it a corner? It didn't. It looked, for me, from my angle, it looked like it crossed the line. Mm. But, um, well, from what I was watching, anyway, did the they, whole ball cross yeah, the line? That's they, the issue. They, they didn't zoom in to let, let me see for myself anyway, so if I can judge it from myself and then everyone else, if um, it actually went all over. So, I mean, I'm not sure. For me, from the angle they showed it, from me, it looked like it went through, mm. over, so... I'd say it was a corner. They should have just defended better. Oh, I mean, the exactly. Was it, it wasn't anyway. even like the goal came from directly from the corner. It was like the, there's a couple of phases of the play where they could have really cleared the ball and sorted the defence out a lot more. It came from Jeff Osako stabbing it in, in like inside the six yard box. Yeah. Mm. Like something could have been done with it way before it got to that point. Also, if you look at the people that in City's team, Air really, they shouldn't be struggling from corners. They shouldn't be struggling from defending corners. They've got height from top to bottom of the team, um, barring probably Aguero. Yeah. The thing is, though, City's game, has n- their defensive game has never always been their strong point because when we talk about their defences for the past number of years, when we talk about two players being company and Zabaleta, but, you know, when one of them go missing... Or injured, or in injured, safe, yeah. yeah, they all go to sea. And um, as much as I rate Fernandinho as a defensive midfielder, I don't think he's a top defensive midfielder. He's more of a box-to-box player. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, and their left-backs are not great defensively regardless. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, Otamendi is a good sign. I mean, when him and company gets, gets to play, I, I guess we see what happened in that regard. But for that game, the amount of space that was given to the West Ham players, it was an easy goal. And the defensive effort itself was shocking. Um, see, so have a lot of work to do. Um, it's funny. Um Derek, before last week, just before the pod, said, um, oh, they lost 2-1 to Juventus. And we're like, yeah, like, yeah there's holes in that team. Yeah. And the holes, yeah. The holes were found. He literally said that just as he was leaving. Yeah, and the holes were found. And West Ham found the holes. So, City started off the season well, but people are going to look at that now and say, okay, we can get at them. That fear factor is now gone. West Ham won't expose that. You know what the thing is, though? The thing is, though, showed by their last two results away from home, there, are, there isn't many teams that could set up away from home like West Ham. Yeah. They, they're, they're just able to be so compact defensively. That second half where City had all of the play, they were just they were just getting bodies in the way, they were defending very staunchly. Western Reed, colossal. Yeah. Um, like Goliath in defence, weren't he? I mean, the thing is, this is a different proposition, this is a different West Ham. This isn't Iodice's West Ham. Iodice's West Ham would have scored one possibly and then tried <laughs> to shut up shop and lost two, two or three one. Yeah. Or maybe one gets to the post-match press conference and he goes tough luck yeah yeah. I mean this is this is a different proposition with West Ham West Ham are a different team they're, they're incredibly good on the break and they've got that little bit of flair from Paye and Lanzini 
to to cause problems. And they've got the pace from Moses. They've got the pace from they've got deliveries in the box from Cresswell. They're they're they're, they're a team that are very multifaceted. And that is, that's why they're very, very hard to play against when you're when they're away from home because you don't really want to put too many men forward because they could hit you with the break. They've showed that against Liverpool. They showed that against City. Sorry. And yeah. Arsenal as well. If you're okay. Well, we have to give credit to the three waivers they've had. The, three, the first three home away games. Yeah. Considering. Um, I'm joking, don't worry yeah. about it. <laughs> um, KDB, Kevin De Bruyne, a great strike from him. Adrian was everywhere as well, wasn't he? Yeah. He's a, he's a very underrated goalkeeper yeah. very underrated um, his best save probably was it does the, it get was, was the last one wasn't it he tipped over from the corner Osmendi's yeah. um, head yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it was a great save that one although unfortunately to him I don't think he gets saved in the week I don't think the person you think gets saved in the week gets saved in the week as well yeah. Okay. Um, if you want me to elaborate, I will. Yeah, elaborate, my friend. Oh, sure. I, I'm, I'm assuming it's going to the game. No, it's not. Let's, 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 ooh, okay, I'm interested. Let's get to that game you're thinking of, yeah. and then you bring up. Yeah. Okay. I'm interested to hear this. I like that. We'll go to another game now. We'll go to uh, <sighs> Chelsea Arsenal. Oh boy! I don't even. This, wanna, I don't even want to say it's the greatest. This is this is going to be uh, quite oh. a, a thing, quite a, a new thing, don't because even. we've got quite a few grievances coming from a host today. And he's quite the reserved character when it comes to his podcast. But there's something about the Chelsea game, which I called, by the way. There was absolutely no way a Mourinho team is losing to us and a team in the league when it bats. Because he just has their number. All right, all right. Let's get, let's, before, before I go on my run, or rant, rant, yeah. let's get to the Chelsea. Let's get to Chelsea, how good they, they were. Okay, they were they were all right. How good they were! They weren't. They weren't. They weren't even massively good before that sending goes off. The general consensus was that the, the game was pretty fifty fifty. Uh, I'm being honest with you. I wasn't impressed by either side. Mm. Yeah, regardless if eleven men or ten or nine. We all know what changed the game. Of course. Let's let's not let's not uh, lie about. It. We yeah. all know what changed the game and what caused it to be what it was. It wasn't an outstanding play. It was a player who lost their head due to. Um, Due to lack of emotional control and due to Diego Costa being... They have history as well. Who he is. And they do have history. Because Gabriel got Diego Costa sent off. And this is what people need to (laughs) realise. Before they start climbing on their high horse. Also, again before Kale goes on his run. Arsenal can't be calling everybody classless. They can't be calling Diego Costa classless for what he did. Like like Keown did fucking... Keown... Parla, Vieira, and a couple of players that could be ABH to Van Nistelrooy on the pitch. <laughs> it's true, it's true. Arsenal, their most successful times, I mean, were also one of the most dirtiest I mean, teams in the league. When, when they lost, when they lost the forty-nine record, when, when no, it was supposed to be fifty, but then you know, yeah, um, I got it. Um, they're throwing pizza. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, ridiculous. Again, Arsenal, their most successful was the were the most dirty, was the most streetwise. They were what Chelsea were to them. And I think it's frustrating because if Arsenal fans are really honest with themselves, they know that their team of bygone years, teams, most successful teams, had that bit of fight, had a bit of like naughtiness in them. And this team, this team can't deal with that. For years, for for the last three or four years, people were going, let's get Arsenal, bully them. And it's worked. So it's nobody else's fault but Arsenal. And that's my opinion. Okay, can we get back to the game? Yeah. Cool. All right. Um, f- first of all, Ivanovic was given the armband. Uh, no, I, I don't have a problem with that. Really? Yeah, just because 
He's one of the most long-standing players I of, think, the, of the yeah, team. I, I think he's. Think about I think he's one of the vice captains anyway for Chelsea. So yeah, but you would assume after his form, he would have been dropped. Oh no, no, I especially mean, like I would, like Terry. No, you know, I, um, I don't think it's right to change the captain's armband or the form, regardless, because yeah, it's the, about leadership. The leader's it's about a leader. who makes yeah. the difference. Yeah, vice captain. No? I mean, look at look at that team. Taking Terry out of it, who there has been there the longest? Who's oh, yeah, there? It's Ivanovic. Yeah. Ivanovic has been in Chelsea mm. for a while now. Mm. Of course, he's going to be a, a very known person in the dressing room. I think if it's not him, it's Gary Cahill, and I don't see him as. Yeah, a he's not a captain <laughs> material. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. This is a bolt, and it's Chelsea. Oh, jeez. Bit of a circus before the match, also. Um, no handshake from Wenger or Mourinho. Or a little, I mean, a little bit of a one, but who cares? They don't like each other. Yeah. I don't think she make them. I, like they do for the sake of 90 minutes Chelsea, Chelsea decided to wake up this fucking game I told you I told it. you yeah you know what the, the you know what? as much as the red card did change everything the defending for the Zuma goal was just pathetic it was it's I mean, you know how good Chelsea on the year so you have to make sure every player is marked all of that he had a free header but then you got he had think, a free run it was just Michael who in that team who in that awesome team is, you know, who's going to challenge you know, here effectively no, they've got nobody you know, there that could do that I know I know but it's just it's just a case of even if you're not going to be able to challenge him he was free to go regardless yeah he had space that's, that's yeah. my point you know, you know it's, it's basic defending that's try to block his run Michael, or make it difficult for him to, to yeah. get into that run. Michael though, even though you're right I wouldn't even I wouldn't even have a bet against any of the Arsenal set backs against that. Zuma. Yeah, yeah. Including Murta Saka. Yeah, that's he, the thing. Which is quite which is quite disappointing. That's he's the quite thing. Important. Yeah. For someone so tall, he should dominate, but he doesn't win as many headers. He is, can't jump though, can This he? is this is well, why <laughs> this is why as bad as the defending was, I'm absolutely like of course they're gonna concede the set piece. Yeah. yeah. Of course. Chelsea barely created any chances this season. Yeah, of course, it's how they go to score. That's going to be the way to break them down. Yeah, that's going to be the way they, they found the yeah. perfect way. And it, it was a silly foul by um, I think it was Ramsey um, that gave win. Yeah. Also, yeah. I just go back on your point, not to be uh, not to be throwing more jabs at Arsenal, but you say Ivanovic was captain. He was captain for Arsenal against Chelsea. Oh boy, is it Santi? Santi Cosmo. Mm. Oh well, that's that's Wenger's fault. In, in, the, in the derby. No, you know, I, I, let's let me just quickly go on that point quickly before you bring up your next point because um, for someone that's that came into the Premier League in what 1997 was it? Um, he came the, from Japan uh, yeah but he, he won he won the league in his first year didn't he? And he no built, second second okay and he built a squad full of leaders I saw Adams in there Petit in there Vieira yeah. in there um, whoever else was in there um, and, I mean you, okay so you go from you go from Tony Adams to Patrick Vieira to Thierry Henry which I could understand to an extent because at I the time at the time when he when Vieira left no you could tell Thierry Henry was a leader of the dressing room yeah that when Vieira left there was no for me there was no other natural leaders in that team maybe mm. Gilberto Silva should have been given it but pro, pro, yeah to be honest because Henry was Henry I assumed that's the reason why he got it I didn't have any problem with that but then he went to Galas boy this is where it went down. And then it went to Fabregas and then went to Van Persie. And I'm like, are you giving it to the lead in your squad or are you just giving it to the best player in your squad? It's obviously the second one because Fabregas is not a leader. Yeah. Neither is Van Persie. So. Van Persie is a better leader for his national team than he is for Arsenal or ever was for Arsenal. But the Dutch team have, at that time, had natural leaders in the squad anyway. Yeah. So they didn't have a problem. Is, all, this is, all this is becoming from Wenger's 
naivety that, that, um, oh boy. that um, Gary Neville was talking about. Hazard's goal. Hmm. Was it his goal? I think no. I think it was Colin um, on, yeah, on target. It, it, it was so given. It was I mean, he decided to show up, bastard. He didn't really show up. He didn't really show up. Though. You know what? No, he, he, he played better than he, what, he, what he's previously done. That's, he that's, that's not saying much. He had a better game. That's not saying much. He's not been great this season still, at all. To me, he still wasn't effective. There was no one on that pitch that really impressed me to that level. Not at all. It, it was... Uh, it, it, my Dean changed the game. Again, I, let's, I, talk, let's talk about I, him. I, I, just, I want to see what Kale's got to say about this. Look, let's, talk, let's talk about Mike Dean first. Okay. Yeah. What on earth was he doing? Well, basically... Mike, what, if you want your opinions on Mike Dean... Golf crooks. Golf crooks. Nails it. You know this. This. He absolutely nails it. He says exactly what everybody is thinking about Mike Dean, whether it's because of this match or whether it's throughout his officiating over the last few years. He loves to make it about himself. He needs to be the star man when he's not the star man. His job is to officiate, and if he's having a good job, if he's doing well, he's in the background. Yeah. Nobody mentions him. Yeah. But he, he wants to be mentioned. He wants to be star of attraction. People are paying 50, 60 quid oh, to see a game for him to ruin it because he wants to be head honcher. He could have easily split Gabriel and uh, Costa up and said, look, any more of this, you're both going. Stop it. And then carry on with his game. But no, maybe because I'm dance of it, like he does, like he's got previous in, as well doesn't like Arsenal one bit doesn't does like, like I don't think he likes so a lot of Arsenal games he's messed oh up Arsenal God. So I think good. I remember him celebrating when Tottenham scored yeah there's a video of him like, it looks like he sort of does like a little a mini celebration pump. it's a fist pump it's ridiculous Bastard. he does that he does this he did the same when Ray Knight lost against um, Chelsea when he played the advantage so, for Hazard's goal yeah yeah he sort mm-hmm. of like ran his arms out <laughs> you know what there is regarding the first incident with Koscielny right you've got not only Mike Dean, you've got a fourth official and you've got two linesmen. If you're trying to tell me that none of them saw him not only grab him in the face, but when he turned to the other side of him and slap him in the face, if no one does saw that, that's yeah. pathetic. And then he proceeds to proceed just aggressively chest bump him to the ground. Because Sheldon should have stayed up. No, he should have stayed up, but regardless, maybe he's just not strong enough. I don't know. I don't know what happened. Because <laughs> to be honest, it looked like he, as soon as he got bumped, it didn't look like he went down to the ground he tried to make most of it he got up straight away he was like well he didn't maybe he just cost, cost us a monster but the point being he channeled his inner in lane but the I point being like, not only that referee you, you see the referee come into it and then Gabriel gets involved okay cool you've seen Costa not only grab him at the back of his neck and put marks on the back of his neck he's also swung his hand at him again so how many things does he have to do before you send him off Costa there's no there's no uh, debate that Costa should be set off it's the matter of which the game panned out because of the way it was officiated. Yeah. It was no doubt Costa should have gone as well. Because Gabriel, Gabriel was stupid. Yeah. Gabriel can only blame himself. But at the same because time... Because this, this happens week in, week out in every football pitch. Somebody's winding somebody up. At the same time, Czech pulled him and Costa away from each other. And then Santi Colos was nowhere to be seen. Yeah. You know. I'm going to that. I'm going to that. Your, your actual captain, not so yeah. I'm going to get Please to that right now. Please tell me what you want to say. I want, I want you to... Number one, Ramsey is a fucking liability. Absolute. Wh- what? Uh, you know. No, 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 no. Let me finish. You do your thing. You do your thing. When it, wh- you've been, you've built your career or and your name of two inside forwards on the right, on and the left, Perez and fucking Lindbergh. What's the centre mid doing on the right? What's the centre mid that has no fucking pace doing on the right? Or flair. Or f- nothing. He has nothing. He has no business doing anything 
on any part of that uh, of the wide wide areas. Nothing whatsoever. Secondly, we have no leaders. I saw when Costa was getting into um, Gabriel's ear. I saw that from a fucking mile off. It was a massive red flag from those. Oh, I saw it from a fucking mile off. Yeah. All you needed to do from there was to get somebody and drag Paul, oh, Gabriel, not Paulista, Gabriel away from him, and that's it. He doesn't get sent off. Games, games fit there and stays at eleven men. What's Sanji doing? Nothing. What's Ramsey doing? Nothing. What's Sanchez doing? Nothing. Where are the leaders? Where the fuck? Kishoni, the man that's been there for the longest. What is he doing? Nothing. Check. In the box, bought, uh, pulled them apart. Check. Check. Because he saw it. How long has he been, how long has he been he at saw Arsenal? It. Three fucking months. He saw it coming. My God. He saw it coming. Thirdly. This is the difference between the real leader and somebody who's just been given the armband. Oh, my God. Carry on. Thirdly. Alexis Sanchez. We, I've been taking a piss out of Harry Kane for being having a second season syndrome. Where the fuck has he been? Wait, 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 wait. Before you start on no, Sanchez, no, 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 he's, he's exhausted. Dackered. He's exhausted. He carried your team from from half the season. And then Copper America, he was supposed to be given three weeks off. No, I get that. No, I get that. I get, I, I get that completely. That. But then no, it is his because fault. Arsene Wenger wasn't. No, 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 no. He won't. No, he won't. Okay, one Arsene Wenger. He should have told. He should have told Sanchez. No, you're not. You're not coming back uh, for the first three weeks of the season. No, not like I don't need he you. He brought him on the pitch. He brought him off the pitch when you were losing to West Ham. I know. I know completely. That's why. But that's the thing. He should have. He should have before that match even started. He should have said no. You're not playing. But he, he he had no balls and he said fuck it. I'm gonna put you on the bench just in case we need you. And because could... if Arsene Wenger's squad was built well enough, Sanchez probably wouldn't have played for the first few weeks. Okay. Fourthly. Fourthly. Fourth, yeah. Fourth, whatever. Fourth. Yeah. Giroud, Walker, okay. They get good goals, but they are far too inconsistent. I can name you two strikers that would have buried the chances that they fucking have. Icardi and Pella. <laughs> I can tell you two had a conversation <laughs> about this. Icardi is a fucking prodigy. He's going to be amazing when he grows up. When well, he grows up, he's, he's amazing now. This is the issue now. Where people are so unwilling to take the chance on young promising striker and to be honest I, I don't care and there's only one like, season striker at their peak who's on the market he plays for Real Madrid you know, I, you know, and I, he's not going to go know, I don't think it's only just that people are so scared to take players from Syria yeah. that's, the, that's the thing though yeah it is he is fast he is built he, he can hold the ball up and he can fucking turn he's, he's not he, he's, exactly he's not Giroud who plays a fucking fancy flick and expects someone to run into the pass nobody does that either <laughs> nobody does that either <laughs> stop flicking the ball on nobody's running past you Turn and shoot. This has oh been brilliant for weeks. This is literally the most animated he's Fifth ever point. Been. Fifth point. I'm still getting on we've got time here. We, 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 that's fine. That's fine. Go for it. Oxlade Chamberlain. He has one bad game and he goes missing for two or three weeks. Sort your sort your mental your mentality out. Sort your mental strength out, mate. Because you you fucking pissed me off. You had a bad game. That should mean you you need to be spurred on to show your true self. And he's not. He didn't. What one bit? He's fucking. He was fucking awful against. Uh, what was that European team that we lost against? No, Dynamo. Dynamo. Dynamo as well. Who the fuck are they? How on earth did we lose that? Anyway, oh, and then Chelsea. Shit. He didn't show anything. I'm, Wenger, I'm gonna get to you now. I'm gonna get to you now. This is Wenger. the six point. <laughs> no punches. Go for it. It's brilliant. Thank you for your service. You've done an amazing job at Arsenal. But it's time for you to fucking go. Oh. It is yeah. time for you to go. Cause you have your you have your you, you have your head in the sand. I'm gonna quote Nigel Pearson. You're a fucking ostrich. 
if you if you believe that <laughs> Oh shit. If you believe, <laughs> if you believe oh, that a team that finished fourth last year is good enough to win you the league, you are fucking wrong. You are mistaken. Oh god, oh, you are mistaken. Oh shit, that team is not good enough. You may have Sanchez, you may have Ozil. Build on that. Build around that. But no, you said no. Nah, okay, Julie got enough goals. Walcott got enough goals. Welbeck's injured. Oh no, that's not even my last point. The injury crisis. The fucking injury crisis. Coquelin is out for a month. And a fucking month. The, what the weird thing, what the worrying oh, thing shit. is, everybody worth their salt in the football community was like, what happens when Coquelin gets injured? You let Schneidlin go to Manchester United. Do you know what's worrying for me? You let Schneidlin much- go to Manchester United. And now Cochrane is injured, and you've got to now. We have to play. We have to play. We have to play Arteta. Arteta. No, 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 no. That's funny though. You've as much as I rip Arteta and Flamini, they don't need to defend the midfielders he's got left. But you know he's going to play Santi or, or Ramsey in that role. Yeah, and, yeah play, and you're you going to struggle. With, oh. get, you've got Leicester next, and I could just see Leicester literally picking up the ball and just smashing through your midfield. Yeah. And okay, let's get to Mertesacker. This guy has a chest infection, and you send him back to jail. That might be the story that they feed into the press. I don't know what's. It might have been he's, somewhere personal. He's refusing to take medication. He's refusing to take medication. He's refusing. Slap him. There's an issue with that though, because some medications do have performance, not performance, but bad substances in. No, no. I remember Kyle Torre got done no, no, for quite a no, no, thing. It's been checked. It's, 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 been, it's been given by the club, so they know that it's safe. But he's refusing to take it. Put him, put him on some antibiotics and get him back in training. You don't send him home for home to Germany. You can show his his chest infection could have been sorted out in his home in Finsbury Park or Shoreditch where what, 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 what are you gonna do? You're gonna get Franz Beckenbauer to kiss it better. Fuck off. Oh <laughs> Get back on the pitch. <laughs> are you gonna get Franz Beckenbauer to kiss it better? This is the Fuck frustration me. of years. Oh my god. This is frustration of years. You know who'd love him right now? Claude. Oh God. Claude would love you right now. Anyway, we've done that. I'm, 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 I'm hey, do you feel better now? Pressed t- Not happy. But better. Not better. better. No, okay, I feel better. It's off my chest, but I'm not happy. This is years of frustration, man. Two FA Cups are giving him, giving him time. I know, I know oh, Gazidis won't have the courage to sack him. Not at all. But still. Time to go. Time to go. I don't care if you want two FA Cups. I mean... Let's, money has corrupted the game. You, you do a little bit, don't lie. My, no, I'm, I'm getting this. Money has corrupted the game, and the fact that the FA Cup isn't given the props that it is, that it should be, should do. Yeah, well, everybody, it's here, everybody on this podcast is, is giant fans of the FA Cup because we were brought up in the era where United Zero where it matched so much. We saw so many iconic things happen in the FA Cup growing up. We saw Geeks' goal against against Arsenal in that Everton Park. So Michael Owen with the. Um, with the FA Cup for him. Arsenal, Arsenal versus Sheffield United, the David Seaman save. Exactly. We've, so many we've seen so many brilliant things for the FA Cup, but we don't see that anymore. And it went it, it went down more the more they kept changing the sponsorship deals for the FA Cup. The moment they put the second semi-final in, in, no, the semi-finals in general in Wembley is what was another reason that the FA Cup... No, that is the main reason. And that's only because they want, what's it, Wembley want to make money. Yeah. The FA want to make yeah. money. Yeah. 
Simple as that. If you can't afford a stadium, don't build it. Simple as. Yeah. Any, oh, anyway. Oh. Ran over. I don't, I don't I have nothing to say about Arsenal now. He's, yeah. he's pretty much I think we I should just go on to the next. Newcastle, okay. Actually, do you know what? Chelsea, I'm going to say this before we move on. I don't think they're bad footballers over. Um, no, can we just have a little, not a discussion, but just talk about um, the whole rest, Gabriel Red Card rescinded. It's been rescinded. It's been rescinded. rescinded completely. The no, ban. that's ridiculous. Because they gave him a free match ban originally. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking, if you, they've appealed it, if they're going to win, just take it back to the original one match ban you've got two yellows can we can we just can we just got a three match ban can we just say this right now if players are now going to be given buys for not being able to control themselves that's a very very slippery slope that the FA put themselves on they need to make them, regardless of all the bitching and moaning from all these Arsenal fans that are acting like their shit don't stink because Gabriel got wild up to the point that he got sent off. You need to realise over the last of the years of their most successful period, their team did exactly the same. If they want some preferential treatment because Diego Costa did it, they're talking out of their ass. Gabriel should be suspended like everybody else that gets a red card, and that's that. Well, it's too yellow. That's she gets, that. She gets much better. You, if you can't have any emotional control in the derby, that's your problem. Derby's are emotional all over the world. They're emotional in Germany. They're emotional in Spain. They're emotional in Brazil. They're emotional in Argentina. So what makes them less emotional or more emotional in England? It doesn't. You still need to control yourself. Gabriel didn't. He got sent off. He paid the price. That's nobody else's fault but him. You know, the FA dropped the ball. That's no, my opinion. Nothing, nothing shuts me with the FA anymore. You, you got, who is it? Um, Nicholas Bentner got fighting £50,000 for having Paddy Powers in his boxes. That was FIFA though, wasn't it? Yeah, it was FIFA. And FIFA and, um, you know, racial abuse, John Terry got fined how much? Like five grand. But anyway, let's move on. Move on indeed. My God. That's... I apologise for... Uh, no, 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 no. Going over there. You going your, over a total. You, 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 you let your feelings Shit, out. We spent 30 fine. million? 30 minutes on Arsenal? No. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Talk about Man City as well. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think we spent 20 minutes on Arsenal. <laughs> Um, let's go to Newcastle and uh, Watford. Bit of a hilarity here. Michael called this. We all thought he was taking the piss, and he called it two one. It finished. Uh, Igalo got on the uh, goal sheet twice. Credit to you, Michael. And uh, Jan Matt uh, made the result a bit more respectable, I guess. One second. One second. I also remember last week saying that Yanma was the only person in the Newcastle shirt that looked like he wanted to score and he played it right back. And guess what? He gets himself for the score sheet. He's the best striker, isn't he? <laughs> you know what, yeah. I'm going to say it again. I said it last week. I said it for a number of weeks now. The first podcast, I said that Newcastle going to finish 19th. They're currently uh, 19th. <laughs> you know, I was talking about my, our Newcastle friends that live in Newcastle. That they are, Shout out, Craig. Craig, Johnny as well. Michael Betts. You know, I see you. I love you guys. Um, always do that <laughs> woke up woke up to your messages in um, Facebook Messenger in our little group and Craig's first message was remember when Osei said that we're going to finish 19th and we all laughed at him <laughs> I'll leave it there but. do you know what do you know what the worst thing is we all said this about Steve McLaren we all said that it was a complete shit decision that they just dropped the ball there and here's a stat on Steve McLaren. I've not got that many, but this is this is a bad one. Steve McLaren's last 19 games with Derby and Newcastle. I want you to have two guesses on the amount of wins he got. Zero. No, a little bit more than that. Two. 
No, it wasn't that. Five. Less than that. Four. Four wins in 19 games. Bear in mind. Bear in mind. Derby were one of the best teams on paper in the championship. You, you, know, you know why he got the job? Because Newcastle have a banter owner. He, 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 he even came out and said, oh, I don't control who they make the next manager. I just sign what happens after that. You know what? He's not he going to sack... don't give a shit about Newcastle, I, I think McLaren should be sacked by tomorrow, to be honest. But they're not going to sack him. What worries me is that they're going to keep him to the end of the season and they will go down. That's what, that's what worries me right now. And Steve McLaren, in all honesty, should not be seeing the Premier League. You, you see his, like, his... His attitude towards that loss oh, in the yeah, uh, post match interview. I told you it's going to be a tough job. And he's smiling he's whilst smiling. he's talking. It's a tough job, you know. But he doesn't. Um, we just need the fans to pull together. And that. No, 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 you need to I'm be a better funny. manager. I am not being funny. Watford are a completely new team. They well, yeah, brought in 11 players in the summer window. And they've gone over and they've popped you at home. He conned. Which now them because when which now them joined, he said <laughs> no, no, no. Because when which now them joined, which now them said that he has a great reputation in Holland, obviously because of his season with FC um, Twenty. So obviously he's coming thinking I'm under a great manager. Oh my God, what a fraud! He he got found him. He got found out at Wolfsburg. He got found out at Nottingham Forest. He got found out at Derby. He's getting found out at Newcastle. Let's get back to the match. Um, for that first goal and the second goal, to be honest. Excuse me. Poor. Looked like Watford were playing FIFA Street. They let them. They let them pass it around like nothing. It looked like we're playing like nothing. Like, I mean, uh, before even the goal, I think it was a Gallo and Colaccini. Yeah. He just dropped him on his ass. That's for five minutes. Colaccini's Colaccini's response for the first goal was to try and run behind the defense. So basically, I can't. I can't there was someone else there that was in the box for a Gallo shot. But basically, what he did in retaliation, what no in retaliation, what Colaccini did was. In essence, if Igalo didn't want to shoot and pass it to the guy in the box, you just let another guy on side. Yeah. That's all you did. You're supposed to, we, you had one good game at Old Trafford. We praised you for that. We're thinking, oh, he finally cares. No, no he doesn't. No, he doesn't. No, he did. He, this is what he did. He, he found out that care. thousands of people, no, millions of people around the world will be watching May night. And you know what? Let me play it well because hopefully there's a scout out there. So then I can go back to maybe, I can go, maybe go back to Argentina or something and then play it, be happy there and then that's it. He doesn't. He doesn't care, and he's the captain. Colaccini, Colaccini being of Newcastle. I'm sorry, I'm tired. I'm tired. Colaccini being the captain of Newcastle is a microcosm of the problems at that club. And Too he, many people at Newcastle are apathetic, don't care, and just go and turn like, up and leave. The worst thing about it is this season the fans are a little bit more optimistic than usual. Oh, but they bought decent players. What are they doing with that tuxedo thing at the beginning of the matches? Okay, first game, I don't mind. Fine. But if you continue continue losing, have they even drawn a match this year? Um, Old Trafford. Yeah, they yeah. have. No, no. Maynard, yeah. no, no. Which again, they've, got, they've got two points. They've which drawn again, two games. to be honest, they should have lost because Rudy's goal was onside. But that's by the by. It's just ridiculous. Anyway, um, what was it? Now, sorry, go on. Gomez wants to do the Gomez. Gomez? Gomez. Gomez did the Gomez. He will do that though, won't he? Yeah. Um... Second goal was easy again. One pass in by, by Troy Deeney. That was a great pass. But my God, how could I not see him? <sighs> this is this this is my thing. About, you see, then they bought. They've only bought one defender this year, and now already Stephen Taylor now is out for two months with an injury. I know Stephen Taylor's injury record two months probably means eight. Oh boy. 
So the thing is, the I thing mean, is, I don't understand. But the thing is, I'm, as much as I'm criticizing them, I don't want to take away what Watford did. Not at, Watford all, not at all. Fantastic. Again, they came out there, they performed. They've got a manager that's already got the cohesion on point. The thing is, they just made it look so easy, so easy. But then Newcastle helped that as well. Yeah. The I thing, mean, the it, thing is, it's embarrassing. with what Watford again, they are indicative of the newly promoted sides, and they also, along with Bournemouth, have two of the leading goal scorers in the Premier League in Agüero and Wilson. Like, and they're a lot more proficient defensively than they were last year. Watford strike me as a team that saw their weaknesses at the start of the season and in the summer window worked on those weaknesses in the window bringing the players that needed to bring them to make them more of a solid outfit from back to front which not enough Premier League teams have done too many Premier League teams have just gone out and bought flare players and quick wingers when when teams have got genuine issues at their spine North East football is a complete example of that Looking at Newcastle, looking at Sunderland's defence, the best team in the North East isn't even in the Premiership, it's Middlesbrough. That's what I've got to say about that. Well, let's get to a game that you might have a bit more to say about both teams. Stoke Leicester, 2 2 finish. Bojan and uh, Walters got in the goals, goal sheet for uh, Stoke. And Mahrez and. Vo- oh, no, almost got uh, the racist Arsenal, known as <laughs> Jamie Vardy, got on the uh, score sheet for Leicester. I feel like we recycle the same two names every time yeah, we talk about that stuff. There's another comeback, wasn't it? So two yeah, 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 they're, they're starting to become very, very nice. all the time. But this is the thing. It just shows how, how strong a character the team has. And as, as, as irritating as it is for people that don't like Leicester, their fans are going to be loving it. But also their fans might be a little bit worried. How often can you concede so many goals and bring it back? Eventually they'll meet Eventually, one team that goes ahead... And just like if it's City, if City go two 0 ahead against Leicester, they're not dropping that. Yeah. When City go two 0 ahead, they don't drop leads. They go and they pummel you even more. So I they need to be careful. I'm saying the Tinker Man needs to tinker that defense. No, know? I'm I'm <laughs> saying that the Tinker Man needs to get some concentration in that backline. But the thing is, this has been something that they've been doing for a while. Their marquee result, they conceded three goals. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like Leicester, as well, they've been playing. At the front, the the defense has just been abysmal at times. Like, um, is it his name Wes Morgan? Yeah, Wes that, Morgan. That, that mistake. Weslowski and um, Robert Huth, are three of the um, the players that they often play at back. And they've got Richard Delay as well that plays right back and Schlup that plays left back. Mm-hmm. And Schlup and Delay, especially Schlup, so spends so much time on the other half. Well, Schlup's actually a winger. Yeah, that that I mean none of the. Um, Leicester set backs have any pace, so you can just see them just getting caught constantly. Let's get to the goals of the game. Um, for the first, for the Bojan one, Arnautovic was oh. great for that first yeah. goal. What was he? Bit of strength and trickery on the ball. Then great pass as well. He'll to, do that uh, though, Arnautovic. He's one of those players. He's got a little bit of magic in him, but it's just wherever you can channel that. I'm just happy for Bojan. Bojan had back from injury, wasn't Definitely, it? Yeah. Um, for the what was it? Waters. I can't be. Where, where have I got it? Uh, he can't remember what his goal was. Oh, West Morgan with the field back. That's pass. right. Yeah, he fell back pass and uh, too many of those goals this week. Yeah, no, but you know what? You know what? Yeah, that that effort he made for the back pass was not necessary. Was not he tried some sort of karate kick pass back. <laughs> all you have to do, the ball is going to about to drop to your feet. Just drop it because mm. when it hits the floor and you hit it first time, 
it will be hit with pace, but you're, you're so far from your keeper, your keeper will have time to judge the ball and control it. He just, try, I don't know what he was trying to do. It was pathetic and it was easy for Walters. To be honest, when, when, when Walters scores, you, you kind of think game over because he just sucks. You can't get over that embarrassment. You see him just capitulates to shame. Then Arnautovic went from hero to zero when he got on the wrong side of uh, with Drinkwater and brought him down the penalty box. Clumsy. He'd also do that very, as well. Very clumsy. That, that game showed what you get with an out of it. You get a bit of magic and then just get a moment of madness which make you as angry as, as the moment of magic made you as happy. Mm. And the uh, free kick claims that one end before the next goal was Morgan was pretty much all over Wolves yeah. as well, weren't he? Yeah. And then simple head on from Ijoa. Both centre-backs went for the ball confusingly. And uh, Vardy, well, ca- well, sorry, the racist <laughs> arsehole known as Jamie Vardy Capitalise on that mistake. It was a good finish. You know the 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 free kick that Walter should have got. It should have been a free kick, but it comes down to um, concentration. I, I don't know. I don't know. Criticise him for being too honest in the sense that he didn't go down or he didn't. We like, were talking about this last week. We kind of Manu, yeah. So well, yeah. No, no. Words. No, no, no. I'm treating my words right. Don't worry, because Manon dived. <laughs> just, <laughs> he dived. This guy was actually getting fouled, and he didn't like. He just he he fought to try and get the ball. So regardless of whether him fighting or not, referee should have seen that obstruction. He should have said it's a foul. He should have blown his whistle because it was obvious that the ball was going out for wherever he wasn't going to get to wherever he wanted to get to. So it should have been a foul. Um, but then at the same time, instead of moaning about the decision, just play with the game, play with the whistle, and then play to the whistle. That's what it's called. <laughs> and then um, defend what well, the defending went out. Of the wall. I mean, it was easy. It wasn't a long ball, and then yeah, one long ball just, from the defender. Yeah, defender. Yeah, yeah from defense. Headed on and then Mark Hughes. so much space. Things conspired Barley. against. Um, things conspired against us. That, well, you tell your defense to wake up because Mark Hughes knows what he's done to that stoke team. Two defenders <laughs> going for two defenders going for the ball. That's amateur. I tell you, the Stoke team would not have lost a two 0 lead. Simple as amateur uh, defenses from Stoke to a very amateur defense at Sunderland. Bournemouth Sunderland. Two wait, wait, wait! What, what did you just say? An amateur defense at Sunderland. Well, with Sunderland. Did, like it's not even worth saying anymore. You <laughs> should just say Sunderland lost. Did it shit again? Yeah. Kabul was shit again, and you've covered Sunderland. Fair enough. Wilson on the fourth minute and uh, goal Matt of the Ritchie season was so the far. Best strikes I have seen in a long time. Let's not let's not jump over that Wilson. Uh, Wilson goal. Great turn. Great strength and trickery again. And he laces the ball into the back of the net. Fantastic strike. Again. Didn't think a goal would top that that game. I think it was weak defending though. <laughs> who, who was on him? Um, it was it was Eunice. It was Eunice, wasn't it? I think it was Eunice. Eunice. Yeah. Yeah. Eunice got embarrassed by yeah, Kai Wilson. He gets that game. embarrassed every He got week, embarrassed no. so much. He embarrasses he, himself. He took the red card to give him a break, bro. I guess the, it's, <laughs> it's going to get to a point where you have him and Giroud one on one, and Giroud will give him like a flip flap and beat him. It's ridiculous. That no, I don't believe that. <laughs> No, but um, no, Wilson did very well for that goal. It was very good, a very good finish as well. Yeah. Right in the corner, I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was a very good goal and confidence, man. Can we talk about Matt Top Ritchie's goal scorer now. Can we, can we talk about Matt Ritchie's goal? Uh, yeah, I think okay, about let's go there. So well, Richie stepped up, Vody flew in <laughs> like an arrow. <laughs> to quote, uh, was it Andy Gray? Andy Gray, yeah. Take that, put it in the top drawer. There that's, you go. That's exactly what he'd say after that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That was unbelievable. You know, as soon as he uh, hit his chest, you just say, yeah, yeah, you have to hit this. You have to hit this. And I hope you hit it sweet because if you hit it sweet, it's going right into the top bins. Mm. And that's exactly where it went. 
Great that was great, the great definition strike. of top bids. It was a great strike. Great also, strike. can I also say, I criticised Bournemouth quite heavily last podcast. I was saying, they need to be tired. They need to stop playing this expansive football. They need to be a bit more wily. Fucking stop listening to me. Don't listen <laughs> to me. I know nothing. I am not anyhow. Uh, but... You had a point to it though because they did get carved in once or twice. Yeah, but then again, it's Sunderland. Yeah. But here's the thing. They are proving that, they, that they've got the mental fortitude because that response, that performance after losing against a team that was promoted with you in that manner just showed that Bournemouth aren't going to lie down easy. They ain't going to take results too hard. They're going to be fighting from ninety from 0 to 90 minutes every single game. Also, it's made me have a feeling that for the first time in a long time, I'm, I'm the stat man, so I really should have done my research here. But for the first time in a long time, I don't think any of the three promoted teams are going to go down. I think... The two Northeast teams will go down. I think my favourite manager's team is going to go down. If you've been listening, it's going to be Tim Sherwood. Tim Sherwood. Sherwood. Um, And because every promoted team has just impressed me, even in their losses. Okay, let's get back to the match. Defoe had two missed chances. This <laughs> is Sunderland Defoe, so it's expected. Yeah, it's not right though, is it? No, not at all. Defoe missing chances just doesn't really... like. Yeah. That's 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 why I was saying he had the point because Bournemouth did get carved open those two chances and they should have been goals. Mm. He should have put them away. Then uh, Lens had a goal ruled out for offside. Wasn't. Yeah, that was not at all. Well, yeah. every yeah luck. Yeah. Referees. Bournemouth, Bournemouth didn't have the luck against Liverpool. They had the luck against uh, referees. Sunderland. Yeah, it's just referees being incompetent yeah. as usual. Barini tried to uh, better Richie's effort with an effort of his own. If almost, that almost flew in. If that went almost in. flew in. Almost flew in. Came close. Then uh, Kabul got sent off. Standard. Standard. And uh, it seems like um, Advocat wants to leave. Like, if you checked yeah. his interview post match. Advocat didn't really say that, though. He didn't Advocat say it, but you can say it by his demeanour. Advocat said, if there's somebody better than me, come get the job. In other words, nobody who's worth their salt, who's better than me, is going to no, touch something. It's, it's, it's a crap Because everybody crap knows how shit we are. It's a crap, That's it's, what he was saying. It's a crap for help. He's basically saying, hey, you know whoever is in the championship that gets sacked at Derby, you know, just come and do what <laughs> happened and come for me. Or maybe sack Steve McLaren and just come I for Sunderland. I bet when Dick Evercat goes home from training sessions, his wife's just like, what the fuck can tell you? Well, why, why, did, why did you stay? Why did you make me let you stay in the North East? I mean, it's his. Like, he, he was retired at one point in the summer. That's the thing. He wasn't even their manager throughout the whole summer. He retired and he got reinstated when he decided to, to, um, to go him. back into management. Let's go from uh, the North East to the West Midlands. One of their derbies. Aston Villa, West Brom. Dar- Darren's favourite manager, Tim Sherwood. He looked broken. You, I think you're happy about that, aren't you? No, well, this is, I'm actually going to say something. Yeah. I think Tim Sherwood needs to be really careful. He's got a group of really young players in this team and he wears his heart too much on his sleeve. He really wanted to win that game. Yeah. He understood the importance of winning that game, but um, he wears his heart to when, when he's got when he's got a lack of really experienced heads in the team, and he wears his heart too much on his sleeve to the point where the players can now see how down they've made the manager. That is not going to help morale. That's not yeah. going to help morale at all. There was only two players that looked like they were ready for the game, which was um, Grealish and Hill. Mm-hmm. Those two looked ready. Um, I think they just had to. Do try and get because um, Sinclair's had an okay start to the season but he still faded off for a little bit yeah Agbon Lahore 
And Bowel has passed it. He, his pace is his game still, but he's not got anything to the end of that. I think they just have to try and get a Demetrio fit. Mm. Because all right, if you have him, Hill, and um, Grealish. Grealish, as much as that doesn't really help your defensive work because the defense still need, does need a little bit of help, um, you know, it's, it's a step in the right direction. You've got three young players that are very but, good, but they've got talent. Michael, but, Michael, Michael. But, but they did get unlucky. Let's not forget how they got unlucky with the um, the referee pulling back for a free kick when. That he should have given an advantage for Michael Richards heading it in. Yeah, oh yeah, of course. Let's, yeah. Let's, let's, let's also talk about what you were saying about the attacking three of Adama Hill and um, Grealish. That's a very, very, very young attacking three. No, it's very young. That's going to be inconsistent, and that's the thing. That's the thing with Villa. They've not got enough experienced heads through the top and bottom of that team no. to take these kids aside and look sometimes you have bad games but it's alright we'll go again next week no, my, I understand We've that got point got my, my, that. my point just being you for them to survive they have to get their best players on the pitch right now and they haven't got them the team but the thing is with, with um, Sherwood and this is one thing this is the first time he's had a window where he could bring in his own players bring in his own team and what he's reminded me of is, you know, when you're playing for a manager and you've got a load of money and you, you put restrictions on yourself personally that you don't want to sign anybody over 23 or 24 and you just forget to buy the experienced heads you need to guide your team. To be fair, he did, buy, no, to be fair, he did, that. He did buy two or three experienced heads. Lescott doesn't touch the team. Mika Richards is, as you know, not as good as everybody for well, well, years. I, I've been repeating for years. And you've been so, saying this for you know, years. You know, I've been repeating. No, but I know. I, I also, it's not, it's not that in, the middle, in the middle of the park. In the middle of the park. It's set mid. Carl Sanchez is too hot and cold. You've not got Fair a enough. proper, proper, proper leader at the middle of the pitch. You look at every team that's got, is worth their salt. They've got somebody in the middle of the pitch with a bit of experience, with a bit of know-how. I understand that. I understand and, that. I understand and Villa that. don't have that. And they, their team would benefit so much by just somebody who's over 28 in the middle of the park. I think that's what he tried to do, but I just think he's signed the wrong players in that regard. Which probably signed a few good players. No, no, Westman's best signing of late was Darren Fletcher. That was a good signing. Straight in, got the armband. He was, was a leader from the off. That was a good signing. Very I'll, I'll, I'll give them that credit. Yeah, my, my, my oh, point okay. on, yeah, sorry, sorry, go on. Go on. No, no, no. My point on Villa is just that he's a very young squad. So, the point about him winning his hardest too much is fantastic. It's a great point because if they feel too much pressure, they're not going to get any results. So he's going to obviously come out to them and say, there's no pressure on you, blah, blah. He's that kind of manager because he's always focused on bringing up youth. Uh-huh. He's doing all the time at Tottenham. He brought through a few young players and then, you know, we saw what happened there. Finished fifth as usual. That's their place. He's, I think what he's doing with like is a step in the right direction in terms of their future. But because they're in a relegation battle, you need heads for now. I think he had the right idea of signing Lesko and... Michael Richards and all them lot but they're not having the right influence on the squad just yet and to me Michael Richards is not even the lead offense to have the armband of course in my opinion so where where has yeah. he where has he been in the team where he's he's been an integral part of the team let alone leader look for his career he's never really been first well, name of the team well, sheet well, player well you know I've, I've been criticizing for he's years not, so you, you know I'm going to agree with that regardless yeah but he's not a, he's not a good call up since he's being a teenager one two never really been an important player for City. Three, no, 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 no. went to Florentina, didn't work out, barely played, and he was going to be the captain. No, I'm not, I'm not, of what experience? I'm, 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 not, I'm not praising him for 
his talent. I'm just saying he had a good idea of trying to sign experienced players. It just didn't work out because he's not the, the he's not the profile. This, this that's, we, that's we, we we agree. Here. Yeah, we, we, agree. Agree. we agree. Yeah. I'm saying that he's not the, the profile of player that you need to be a leader of such a young squad. You'll be perfect for that. It was ridiculous. Who they had, who unfortunately couldn't play because of his illness. Still in Petrov in the middle of the midfield would have made a ton of difference. Put his put his arm around that, that team. But I'm going to ask some of the younger players and say, look, we have tough games. We could go through this. With players that are experienced on the pitch, somebody that they could look to give the ball when the chips are down. Who have you got that? Who's, who's they, got that responsibility, they're, they're responsibility they're, of Villa at the moment? I hope it's going to be Julian Scott, but hey, yeah, you know. Again. I think they'll be okay. Again. Very natural, great instincts. To take it away from Guzan in the end, wasn't it? So, praise where praise is due. See, I'm just happy he's, we, he's we, playing we football. Said, we man. said it last week, though, didn't we? He said that he scores one goal, then he'll be he'll be forgiven. And he yeah, what a time to score! What a time to score! You know, at the end of the game, they'll sing his name. He threw his shirt into the crowd, all that stuff. He, he's forgiven, man. Yeah, just like that, man. It's over. So he's he's gone. He'll get his move next summer. Football's a fickle game, and we all know that. Though. Mm-hmm. Let's get to Swansea and uh, Everton. Not One of the best nil nils. Yeah, to be honest, for with you. time. Yeah. <laughs> Everton, Everton should have won the game, though. Yeah. Gomez up Let's get to Swansea first Gomez had, a, had two early chances To give Swansea lead But the Lions roar Here this The Lions roar It's more like a purr Wouldn't you say <laughs> Yeah He squandered them both He squandered both chances Oh Jesus <laughs> Also not to be a dick But I think the celebration Has actually been called The Puma So You know Incorrect The celebration is crap Regardless Jesus Hey to the game Let's To the game today. Yeah, uh, I'm lost, man. Mark, yeah, so nothing really happened in the first half, apart from the Gomez chances, I'd say. Yeah. It's still an exciting game, no doubt. Um, Barkley was causing trouble for Swansea, especially when uh, he put on the plate for Kone. Oh, boy. Kone has come back to Kone. How is Kone keeping Gerard Delefeu out of the team? <laughs> That's it. Kone has come back to Kone. That's it. It's, it's, he started to come back to his natural form. How? Kone 2012. But how... Yeah. how? Oh how, yeah, I forgot about that. How on earth is he keeping Joe the favorite team? Martinez. I just I don't understand. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, listen, listen. He must be as infuriated to Everton fans as Wenger is to Arsenal fans. You, you, you guys know that I've not rated him that highly ever. Yeah. So you know, but I think no, no. Let's 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 be fair. The you is an injury prone player and he's come back from another injury so I think he's just giving it time and Kone to be fair was in a decent amount of form so shit, but, but you know Kone's Kone and now he's returning back to that that, that chance he had there like when he missed it he looked to the ground he looked up at um, Barkley like yo did I just miss that because he was confused but then Barkley must have been like oh he's back to himself <sighs> Delefe, you, where off you to at? the reserves Delefe, you came off the bench won two steps went to another great cross they should have won that game it was. They, I don't know how they didn't get the goal. I'll tell you one thing though. Three out of the four back four players for Everton under 21. And they're performing. Dave, John Stones. Dave. Browning as well, to be honest with you. Browning. Just they, I'll tell you what. Everton have got some real good young defenders going through. John Stones is better than Gary Cale. I said it once, I'll say it again. Yeah. No, no, you're not going to have anybody arguing against you in this podcast or that. Thank you. He is. He's so damn good. Good, also, man. He's like literally the only ball playing with the defender that um, England have 
other than Rio, forget who was greatly underappreciated for being a ball playing defender. Forget about, about, his, about, forget about his ball playing yet. Yeah. What excites me about him the most? Yeah, he reads the game. He's twenty slash twenty one. I don't know your proper age, buff. But <laughs> regardless, he reads the game. He was in the right position at the right time each and every time. And when he's not there, he's got the pace and he believes in this pace. That's why he can catch up to players and make those challenges. He's not one of those ones where, oh, he's in front of me. Can I get there? He's like, I'm getting to you, mate, and I'm tackling you. He is, oh, he's brilliant. He's brilliant. He, he has to get a move to mate. No, 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 not do that. Okay. okay. No, Eric, hope, no, he has to be an England regular. You realise, you realise if he has a good Euros there's another 20 million get added on to his price tag. And, I, and Everton are well within their right yeah, to do that. I will not because argue Because he's it. amazing. I will not room. argue that. He, he, he's fantastic. Good defenders in Everton. Swansea's defender had a great game as well. Everton, Everton were really all over them in the second half. Yeah. Swansea were up for it, especially Williams. Yeah, he's, he's, he's solid. Mm. He's very solid. He's a leader. He's solid. He, he, is, a, he is somebody who just marshals defences really well. And... What I like about uh, Williams and what I like about Swansea is he is like the embodiment of the manager on the pitch. They played alongside each other for Swansea. They were the club inside out. He's the main man. He's Gary Monk's captain and you can see that. He's the reason why, um, well, he's part of the reason why Wales are doing so well. Yeah, he's a big reason. Bale's Bale's getting the goals, but they're not conceding goals because he does so well. Because the defence, apart from him, is not that great. Is but he's so good at marshalling them that he can get them to do a job and he's good himself. So, yeah, credit to him. He's doing a great job for um, Swansea and country as well. Morales, Red? Yeah, idiot. <laughs> idiot. There's no, there's no need for Morales that Morales doesn't even look like he wants to play forever anymore. Well, he wanted to get a move and then he didn't, it didn't happen. He, he just signed, he just he signed like a new contract, he, didn't he? Yeah. yeah so like he yeah. looks like he can't be asked to play forever anymore. It was a stupid challenge. There was no need to go like that and step on the Yeah, yeah, record, idiot. Let's go to Tottenham Crystal Palace now. Empire of the Rising Sun. Ah, Empire of the Rising Sun. Where is our podcast name? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to do Diego, Diego, Diego. No, I'd, I'd rather go with the Empire of the Rising Empire Sun. Yeah. The Rising okay. Sun. Yeah. And yeah. also, this is where the save of the week happened. Oh, Laurie. Yes, fair enough. Fair enough. That's <laughs> yes, Bobby. <laughs> there was a spot there if you didn't hear yeah. it. Anyway. Palace uh, set up to break on the counter-attack with pace and trickery with Zaha, Balassi sack on punching. Bloody hell. Dangerous. Bloody hell. Imagine if they had a decent striker. <laughs> Dangerous. Everything see, uh, Tottenham, not everything seemed to run through uh, Chadley in the midfield for Spurs. He had a great first no, half. Oh, you know who ran things for Spurs? Chadley and Deli Ali. Deli King Ali, yeah. what a player! <laughs> Do is that, he's um, so good. Ali's the one that gets on the ball the most, and Charlie gets into space within the midfield, links up the play. That's that's his role right now. It's working perfectly for Spurs, and all those players on the pitch are hard working. That's what Pochettino was doing with everyone at Southampton. Yeah. His philosophy is now shining through. Philosophy, philosophy, philosophy. his process. Um, also, Spurs are now six games unbeaten, and they've done that on the sly, haven't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's a good start. For Spurs, um, Son everywhere, energetic on the ball, wanting to get the ball, wanting to beat players, attacking players. Son is such a Pochettino player, though. But Quick on the break, hard working, likes to beat players, likes to run at players. One thing is now, I'll tell you what, if Harry Kane gets a goal and if he starts firing, Jesus Christ, it's so- Spurs team. I'm sorry to say it, but you know who you know who's going to get the goal right this Wednesday. Of course he is. It's going to be against Arsenal. Of course he is. It's, it's going it's to annoy Arsenal fans so much, but it, it's going to be that game. 
it's gonna it's, it's gonna be one of those things. You know, just, he always has to run a form when one player is poor, and then that one team, yeah, he just goes. It's gonna be that. Also, he needs one goal to get his confidence up because he's, he's proven to be another confident striker. And I think all strikers are confidence players. Though. No, they are, but you know, some players have the quality that even if they're not that full of confidence, they can pull something out of the hat. Now he gets that one goal, he'll be start flat. He'll start firing. Here's the thing with um, with Spurs: if they can get their defensive midfield sorted out. If they can really sort out their midfield just behind Ericsson, um, Lamella and Son or Chadley, um, they're, they're, they're going to be flying because Delhi Ali is fantastic box to box. I don't know. I'm not 100% sold on Eric Diabling and DMF, but I think he's a wonderful tackler of the ball. I think he's going to make an, an amazing set back one given time, but I'm not 100% sold on him as a defensive midfielder. Just with Spurs, they don't look like a great team from back to front. But I tell you what, the way Pochettino gets them playing at times is breathtaking. It's, it's high pressure, it's high tempos. It's the football I like to watch, really. But Lassi seemed to be uh, trying too hard for Crystal Palace, wasn't it? You know, because his name is out there. You, you because know this, is, yeah. time, this time, his main attraction for Palace. People look at Palace and think, yeah, but Lassi was one of the top players at Palace. He has to carry that mantle now. He didn't have to carry that mantle before. Even when they were in the championship, Zaha had that mantle. Hmm. Last year, nobody really thought about Palace that much. Now, people see Palace as a team on the up. Especially you know, if you're in Kabaya coming. I'll, I'll praise Palace on this. Their plan for the counter-attack was great because every time they hit Spurs on the counter-attack, they looked dangerous. Not all the time looking like they were about to score, but they had their game plan set. But where Spurs marshaled them so well is that the two times that Palace hit the post were super strikes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. If for them, if for Spurs to have lost that game, those two super strikes would have to go in, go in. Otherwise, they didn't really feel that threatened. Lloris save. Lloris save from Sacco was amazing. Jesus. That was amazing. But then that was a super strike in itself. And Kabaye's shot from that angle was the way ridiculous. The way he hit, it all just cut across the ball. So... Credit to Spurs in that regard because they held it up in that space. And if those two went in, they would have been goals that, yeah, you know what, there's nothing you can do about that. So that's where the signings of Vimar Odovara come into place because those two are solid. Kyle Walker is now finding his um, his rhythm at right back. He's actually performing well again. Looks like he's got his injury problems. I haven't, I haven't jinxed that, but <laughs> he's done well so far. And Who's playing? Is, it, is Rose playing at left Ben Davies is playing Ben Davies is playing left back. He's actually done a decent, solid job. But ben Davies is, is a good a, player. He's always yeah. been a good player, but his job has gone unnoticed because obviously the story is about Son. Son had a fantastic game. I think the keeper should have done better with his goal, but he had yeah. a fantastic game regardless. Deli Yadi was brilliant. Lloris save. But Ben Davies, he went forward at the right times. So he almost got a goal if Harry Kane didn't interfere in that. Yeah, but I understand understood why he did because if he didn't probably Davis wouldn't have got to that end Um, but he's going unnoticed he's had a very good season so far so credit to Ben Davis and Pochettino for putting him in there and not putting Rose in there because Rose is poor defensive wise get to the goal Ericsson comes on five minutes after you can tell they missed him his pass his pass was it Chadley or Son Son Son. oh man this is this is this is where Pochettino's team if everything goes well, we'll start to click. And look who's finding form as well. Lamella. Bit by bit. Now he wants Lamella, Ericsson, Son. And then you have... Deli Ali playing box And Deli Ali there. If 
um, Diaz's um, future is to become an anchor man in defensive midfield. It's great because, as Darren said, he's a great tackler. And if Hurricane can find his form, you've got someone great there. But he needs to also find one more striker just to support. But let's see, what, really, let's see if Carlton and G. Yeah, he's, a different, saying, really, he's a different type of striker. Just, yeah. So it's a good start. Palace progressing well, good squad. They'll be okay. They're, I think I think people I think these last two results though is going to be good for Palace because it was it will temper people's expectations. I think people expected too much from Palace, me included. To be honest, I thought they were going to just blow. I didn't think that, I didn't think Spurs were going to win. I think it's helping people to sort of calm down around Palace and let them just do their job nicely because they're going to do well. But I also thought like they missed they missed Scott Dan and Joe Ward. So sorry, sorry, I will hurry up. But um, they have missed. Scott Dan and Joel Ward so badly in that game especially Scott Dan he's been an absolute colossal for them and when he comes back from his suspension is it suspension or injury? I think it's uh, injury even suspension you got suspended you got sent off oh yeah yeah yeah. when he comes back you will see that like Paris will be rocking and rolling again because he's a quality def- defender for them Norwich and uh, Liverpool Norwich 1-1 it finished uh, Ings 48 minute and Russell not Russell, Russell Martin Russell Martin Russell Martin on the uh, 61st with no sleep um, <laughs> Russell I, Martin after seeing his kid get bored do you mind if I borrow your phone a, for a second please I've got nothing written down um, no because um, I need to get um, some fixtures up concerning Liverpool Football Club okay just well, to understand the, the as we like to say the, the, peak, the peakness of their situation or if, if you're not um, well proud it's like the, the enormity of the situation how bad it may be um but as I was saying, while, to the game while, I feel, watch Michael. while I feel for Michael is Russell Martin getting a goal for Norwich with like zero sleep after seeing his son get bored. Uh, Norwich again showing the character and the belief to come from behind from when they'll go from after Danny Ings has scored. And again, um, I don't know if Carol agrees with me, but same old issues with Liverpool. You don't know how they're playing, you don't know what they're playing, you don't know who they're playing, you don't know what positions oh, they're playing. Boy. And I think they played five at the back against Norwich at home let me tell you how much are we good yeah, yeah no, you, you have a fantastic <laughs> point let me, let me tell you why Liverpool are going to fail see and we, it goes on to Brendan Rodgers now last season when they signed Lazar Markovic right, me and Darren were shitting ourselves because we we rate him highly he's a we very watched, good player we watched the Europa League and watched him tear things up for Benfica and where did he play him right wing back cool alright cool 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 it's fine Right, so you sign an attacking midfielder who's also square on the left and is a striker in um, Roberto Firmino. Firmino. And you're playing right mid and he's lost. He's confused. doesn't know what he's doing on the pitch. He's basically becoming another Lazar Markovic and it's not his fault. There's always one problem to it and it's the manager. Emre Chad still, still is not anchoring that midfield. Yeah, and it's so frustrating. He's, he's pointing Lucas there. But of course, that's what a great manager does. Now, Liverpool's fixtures. So you've just lost. No, you just. Uh, it feels like a loss to me anyway. But I, I, see, you, I see you're going to lose regardless. You've dropped points. You've you dropped know, points. A guy, a guy had to leave 11 p.m. at night to go back to Norwich to get um, his wife, give birth. He came back and he didn't tell keeper. Cool. Right. So this, this is <laughs> Great how. Great finish, by so, the way. So this is how it goes for you, right? So you've got Carlisle at home. I hope you don't lose that because, to be honest, you'd be banter. Then you've got Villa at home. You should win that. If you don't beat Villa at home. They've got a bad record against Villa They have. Yeah. But if you don't win that, boy. Then you've got FC Sion. I don't have to say the name. If it's Sion, I've got it right. If not, I've got it wrong. But you know what? You should win that. Then we go to Everton away. That's what Sky Sports won. 12, um, 130, 4th of October. So just in case you don't want to miss that beating. Then they go to Spurs at 12.45 on a Saturday. 
in two weeks. Oh, we're getting international break. We're doing that, by the way. Fantastic. Then they got Ruby Kazan. <laughs> okay. This is where it gets difficult. Southampton. Chelsea Football Club at Stamford Bridge. That should be fun. Uh, obviously, they'll put Firmino right wing back and he has to have fun. Ruby Kazan away. Crystal Palace. Now, we know what happens with Crystal Palace, right? So, you know, let's just be happy about that. Man City. Bordeaux. Swansea. Newcastle away. If they don't be Newcastle away, well, then... You know, they don't deserve to. And then I'll leave the rest. But um, just so you guys know, when Rogers is sacked in um, December, January, you go away to West Ham, then you got Arsenal and you got May United, then you got Norwich away. So basically, what's going to happen is right now, I don't think you guys have any hope of finishing eighth right now. And this is why because your manager is clueless. It's that simple. He, 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 doesn't, he doesn't sign players for the help of the squad, he signs players because they're good. And now, not only is Benteke injured, he rushed back Daniel Sturridge. Wait, he's injured? Yeah. yeah. He's injured now. Yeah, Benteke, he's done his hamstring. First, after the, after the, because he came over half-time, after the match, he said that he doesn't think he's anything serious. Today, um, Gary McAllister went in the press conference and he said that he's gone for a scan now because they're not sure how bad it is themselves. Did he undermine Rogers there? Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Listen, one second. Let's, let's also not forget that all of Rogers' backroom staff got fired yeah. Last season. Got this is a man who's clinging on to his job. He's got absolutely no right to be Liverpool manager at the moment. He, as a main out fan, does not fear, does not bring any fear to me. If I see a Brendan Rodgers' um, Liverpool side against United side, I know the points are wrapped up because he tries to be too clever for his own good. He thinks he is Pep Guardiola. He's Brendan Rodgers and he needs to do the simple thing of playing his best players in the best positions in a simple system which is a 4-3-3 with Emre Chan holding and, this, and pick out of the strikers. I think Dan's right for the job. Well, <laughs> yeah. you know what? My, my, my only final point is just um, so how long has the been out for before this weekend? God knows. No. And you let him, you rush him back and play 90 minutes. What were you expecting from him? Yeah. I know how good he is but come on. He's been out for months. It's going to take him time to get back to his natural form. And now he's going to rush him. And people are going to start criticising saying, oh, Sturridge wasn't that good. No. He's been out since, the end, what, last year or something? Mm-hmm. I won't be surprised. I won't be surprised if in a week or a couple of weeks' time it's he's injured, injured again. again. He was supposed to be back in November. And we're still in September. You're rushing it. It's ridiculous. That's what I would say about Liverpool. They have to get rid of Brendan Rodgers before it gets even worse. Future Arsenal strike. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Southampton Manchester United. You guys have 10 minutes on this because you're very happy. No, you know, what, it, I, I enjoyed the game. It was an end-to-end game. Uh, it, both teams played well. It's that simple. Um, Let's get to the goals. Pella scored a brace and Martial on third, does it four, again. 50, yes, he pisses me off. Because <laughs> he, 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 his finishes are too close. It's too it. close to Henri's and it's ridiculous. It it's it fucking away. ridiculous. Puts it away. Right, um, and Matt's going to go sheet by the way yeah. what I want to say what I want to say before we talk about main night two things well these will end up being more than two things but at least it's something I want to get off my chest Ronald Koeman and Van Gaal need to put their beef aside they're, yeah they're, like, it's, they're good managers and this is, it's just petty Ronald Koeman coming out and, um, and saying oh main night won because Southampton beat themselves which you can kind of see with the Maya Yoshida error but then you've got to also give credit where it's due Van Gaal being Van Gaal and being snooty about it, which I love because it's a knob, but whatever issues they have now, they need to be just put away because they're not in each other's lane. Two, Southampton 
will be fine this season. They just showed me they're just slow starters and they just need a couple games to get warmed up. Three, man, Luke Shaw is going to be a hole to fill for May United. <laughs> May United, the first Premier League game after he goes, we look shocking in defence at times. Marcus Rojo doesn't cut it. Then he blind, got that physical test from Pele that he was supposed to get from Benteke the weeks before. And... Um, Showed it, yeah. Pele bullied, you know. All the goals were quality because Wood Prowse's cross for Mali. Oh. One of the most, one of the most oh. underrated British players is James Wood Prowse. He, He's oh, a baller. quality. But as much as I want to give credit to that, leading up, leading up to that, whoever it was that was running through midfield was giving too much space to run through that. That's yeah. poor. Snyder didn't do his so, job, Snyder did yeah, not do his United, job. To United didn't win in that regard, but then Southampton dominated the first 20 25 minutes. That ball to Mane, if Mane finished that, that would have been the perfect goal. But unfortunately, he did a great save by the Gea. But Pella, right okay. place, right time. He should have made it too. Pella should have made it too. You've turned blind. You've oh, yeah. Completely. Picked a spot. You shouldn't be hitting the post there. You should be scoring. Simple as that. Or, or testing the keeper. Or testing the keeper. So he should be disappointed in that regard. I think that's the wake up call United needed. Um, in regards to the first goal, I think Safata were a, bit, a little bit lucky. Unlucky, sorry. Because Mata was slightly offside. But then you come back. He was offside. No, no, he was offside. No, but he was offside. But when you look at when they brought the line on the pitch yeah, and all that yeah, stuff, yeah. it was like he's just right foot. So, and regarding the situation with the players and how the ball came back in, you can't fault the linesman too much because I, I want to say he should have seen it because he was offside. But, it was, you know, it was it, far post, wasn't it? So yeah, it was, it was a bit difficult. But, um, Marshall's composure. The turn! He sent Van Dyke. Back to Scotland, like he was facing it's, Aberdeen. I'll, I'll put it, with, with, with that turn, I put it this way: it was so, unbelievable. Who, who, who was it? So, I can't remember guys, guys Twitter, but he said um, he turned him so bad that Van Dijk didn't have time to even turn around and see the finish. <laughs> and you watch the replay; he's not he's not actually in time to see the finish. So his composure was fantastic. And also, we praised I praised um, Hinacho for smelling the goal against Crystal Palace last week. He smelt a mistake. Yes, from Yoshida, from Yoshida yeah. because he was really. Oh, did you jogging. see um, Koeman's post match as well? He was livid. Yeah, yeah, absolutely livid. Because yeah. he say something like, I "Hate players that pass yeah. it back to the, the goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should pass it forward." Because that's the Dutch way of playing is passing it forward. I mean, no, but that's not even the Dutch way. Because I remember there was um, one game. I know it's in Germany, but uh, there's Premier League stuff. No, 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 it was his game. It's his way. Yeah. The thing is, the thing is. Can we? Can we? Correct me if I'm wrong, but have, didn't Southampton do the exact same thing last season? Last year, Fonte, yeah, Fonte, Fonte did yeah. it. Yeah, Fonte did it. That's why he's going to know it. It's ridiculous. Because, you, that's, I mean, that's what I respect for managers, though, because um, Pep Guardiola got really furious at um, Vidal in a uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, not Juve, by a minute game yeah. in the season because he should have passed it forward and he passed it back and he was livid. No, he passed it sideways. Sideways, yeah. He was livid. He was like, come on, move it forward. So I understand that. But back to Martial, he smelt that. He was really jogging before the pass was made, so he knew something was going to happen. And as a striker, you have to take chances on that. I mean, Son did the same thing. You, you, you know who, d- who did that quite well, also? Henri. Fucking. <laughs> the, no, the thing Son I did, love about Marshall. Son, Son did the same thing in the game this weekend when yeah. he chased the keeper, yeah. and if the ball hit him the right way, that would have been a goal. Yeah. That's what, what you have to do as a striker. What I like about Marshall is that when he's one on one, he looks emotionless, he looks cold. Yeah, he's, he's, not, he's not phased, he's so composed. And this is a guy who scored like 11 and 50 or something like that. Yeah. Before coming to Old Trafford, looks like a different but, but, guy. But you look at his record, 
those goals came when he started, he started as a striker. In Monaco, they played him as a winger. That's why I think I was trying to say he's a winger, but he's not actually a winger, he's a striker. Boring. Um, but yeah, he plays Walcott. Well, uh, front. Okay. Anyway. Depay, um, Mass is gone. This is, this Depay, is, this is what I'm saying. Cool. Green shoots are growing for Man United because Memphis Depay is slowly getting there in the Premier League. This is probably his best Premier League performance. He had a few frustrating moments like he does where he tries to shoot from too far out and it goes horribly wide. Yeah. But he's also had that bit of skill there which led to Matt's goal with a good shot as well. There's a little bit there that makes me think that Memphis Depay is so close. If he just gets the rub of the green one game, if he just gets the right bounce, then... His, his confidence is going to go sky high. And when he's confident, and when Martial is confident, and when Matthew is confident, there are goals. You know, there are so the, many goals in those. In the, the only thing that's annoying me is that I've already seen on Twitter people saying that he's a fraud already. He's 21. It's fine. It's fine. He's 21. Football fans are like that, but I that's know, not the I case. I know, but he's 21. Like, people just need to shut up. But anyway, 45 passes to the goal. It was well yeah. worth goal. Very, very well worth goal. Um, it would have been better if Depay finished it in that sense, but it was still a great goal regardless because of the movement and the passing and all that. You know, we criticise United a lot for not making enough forward passes, but it seems that Van Howard is training them to make forward passes at the right time. So build it up because what's happening now is when teams play play Man United, they set up in banks just outside the box. So it's not easy to make those forward passes to break through. You have to find the right time because if you just make a forward pass and you lose the ball, you've lost the ball. So... The forward pass I think was from Bastion to Depay. Yeah, was perfectly timed. Right. <laughs> I <laughs> love Bastion. Everything he does is just brilliant. To me. It was perfectly timed. So it was a great goal in that regard. Um, Matters composure to just finish it off first time straight away. Yeah, it was great as well. Yeah. It was great as well. So um, as for the pillar second goal, it's just a training ground goal, man. It was easy. Yeah, it was very easy. It was really poor defending from the setbacks and Daily Blind. Daily Blind gave he's um, a centre back. No, but Daily Blind wasn't at set back. He was at left back at that result. Oh, yeah. This yeah. was happening. Didn't close Daily down. Blin didn't close down. Didn't but then Smaller than Rojo looked like passengers. Oh, no, it wasn't Rojo. It was, um, was it not Rojo? It was McNair. It was McNair. Yeah, yeah, that's McNair. the one. They looked like passengers. And what upsets me is that the defence, when Luke Shaw was at left back and, and um, Daily Blind was at set back, didn't look like passengers. They looked switched on. Um, it's just the, the difference it makes when you have to change a back spoiler. Paint the picture. 3-2 at the very end when Yama gets the ball oh man shot looks destined it was going in absolutely destined for the net it was going in I mean, is it a even... bird is I... it a play but no you know what? no, no that not wasn't even his best save the no, you know De Gea should be making that save anyway because the yeah, ball was, really, it was but... bending towards him but it was still it was still a fantastic strike if that went in that would have been fantastic and it was a fantastic save to match that shot so credit to De Gea good effort from um, Victor Let's get to your favourite part of the... What your part of the podcast, the, the, the top, top bins. What bins? Top bins. Yeah. I mean, you know who's won this week, don't you? Oh, Jesus. Anyway, let's get to the contenders, Mike. We have four to uh, consider this week. It's Quite a short number, but... Yeah. Let's go. Matt Ritchie, Victor Moses, KDB, Kevin De Bruyne, or Pella? Pella. I'm joking, I'm joking. Chill, Darren. That just looked at me straight away. He's born... He's born... You were lying. He's, That's why. He's born with family. Um, no, it was, it was Matt Ritchie. Simple as that. Top bins is it's called top bins for a reason. So, top bins goes to Matt Ritchie. That was really simple. Yeah, well done. I mean, if you if you saw the goal, you know, right, understand yeah. why. I didn't, I didn't even get to see the goal before Darren texted me on Saturday saying, "Hey, hey, hey, he's won it." Matt <laughs> Ritchie's won the top bins. I, I like, literally texted him saying, "Matt Ritchie's won top bins." So, but like, 
you know, when you've seen the goal, you understand why. So let's get to the fitch next week's uh, next set of fixtures. We need to wrap this up, by the way. So quickly. Yeah, let's go. No debate. No, no, no. You're Just not, you're simple. Host. You're host, bro. One second answers. You're in control. Tottenham, Man City. Three one City. Two one Tottenham. Leicester, Arsenal. Two one Leicester. Chioba, no, no, no. Three two Leicester because no, 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 Leicester no. love to concede two goals. Two nil Leicester. Two two. Okay. You think Leicester are going to keep a clean sheet? We haven't been scoring anyway. Um, Liverpool, Aston Villa. What oh, Villa? I can't imagine Liverpool losing this game, but I want to go one 0 Villa. So yeah, you know, I'll be nice to Liverpool. Two one Liverpool. West Ham, Norwich. One one. Two nil West Ham. Southampton, Swansea. One one again. 3-1 Southampton Ooh. Stoke Bournemouth Who's home? Stoke Stoke 2-1 Stoke I'll go with that Manchester United Sunderland 5 no main 3 no main I can't, I can't imagine 3 the minimum Newcastle Chelsea Chelsea 4 0 no, no. Ooh. Ooh. If that happens yeah, I would be so pissed off with Newcastle I don't think you understand You don't lose to Watford then draw with Chelsea It's ridiculous Watford Crystal Palace Wait, who's... Oh, yes. Um, I'm going to go with one all. 2-1 Palace. And Monday Night Football is West Brom, Everton. Everton away? Yeah. yeah. One all. 3-1 Everton. That's this. Your predictions for next uh, week's fixtures. Table is we as... Should, we should start doing these down and see who gets the <laughs> We should do, yeah. Table is as follows. City are still at the top, despite losing this week to West Ham. Second, third, and fourth are Manchester United, West Ham, and Leicester. Nosebleeds for two of those teams. Um, <laughs> United. <laughs> Arsenal are fifth, Everton sixth, Swansea seventh. Palace, Tottenham, Watford, and Norwich make the seventh, eighth, no, eighth, ninth, tenth, and eleventh. Twelfth for West Brom, thirteenth for Liverpool, fourteenth for Bournemouth, Chelsea rising up the table over at fifteenth. Southampton and Aston Villa are 16th and 17th. Bottom three are Stoke, Newcastle and Sunderland. Michael, where, where can they find us? You can find us at www.freeinmidfield.com soundcloud.com slash freeinmidfield and on Twitter, freeinmidfield. Just type that in so you find us straight away. Yes, indeed. It's another episode of the Free in Midfield podcast. I've been Cahill, Darren's my right and Michael's directly... Well, opposing me and holding up the WWE Championship. The champ is here. Also, quick shout-out. Who else likes our music? <laughs> oh, 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 no, we've got our, our shout-out to Robert Lewandowski. Yes, oh, of course. Yeah. Five goals in nine minutes. I'm done. Yeah. End the podcast. End the podcast. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Dab, 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 dab,